It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Tuesday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon, John. How we doing? Very professional today. We're gonna I be, like it. We're going to be very professional. Something we never are on this show. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. It is Tuesday, February 7th. You can get a hold of the show at the Eminem Cartage Hotline if you'd like to talk actually on the air. 502-384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thorne's text line is open as well. 502-414-1450. Right now, don't forget, you can get a free steak and egg burrito or sausage, egg and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg and cheese croissant along with a fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. All three local teams in action tonight. Indiana hosting Rutgers, Kentucky, is uh, hosting Arkansas and Louisville on the road at Pittsburgh. So we will preview all three of those games. LeBron goes for the record tonight. He needs 36 points to become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 10 o'clock on TNT tonight. Lakers at home against Oklahoma City. I don't think Jack Nicholson goes to the games anymore, but Leo will probably be there, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, among a bunch of celebrities. Are they home in their next game? They are home in their next game as well, I believe. I'll have to check. Thursday night. I know it's Thursday night. It happens Thursday night. So it doesn't happen tonight? No, sir. You probably could have got pretty good odds that it happens Thursday. You probably still can on your DraftKings app, even though they're not a sponsor of the show. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that. He needs 36. So you're saying... He gets under 36 tonight. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. Oklahoma City doesn't play a lot of defense. LeBron doesn't play a whole lot of offense anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, you might want to look at the numbers <laughs> that's there a, before that, you, that's a shot before you say that. Yeah. Kyrie is in the news. I was trying to talk about it yesterday, but I had so much college basketball to get to. I didn't get to talk about it. So we'll talk about Kyrie Irving. He is expected to play tomorrow night. For the Dallas Mavericks. Now, Luke is out right now, so you're not going to get to see the dynamic duo yes, uh, right away. Dallas happened to win last night on the road in Utah. So we'll talk some NBA along the way as well. A couple of top 25 games last night. There are four games tonight, and this bothers me a little bit. There are four games tonight involving top 25 teams. And all four of those games are games between two different top 25 teams. NC State is at Virginia. Marquette is at UConn. TCU is at Kansas State. And Rutgers is at Indiana. Those four games, all matching ranked opponents, are on the ACC Network, the Big Ten Network, FS1, and ESPNU. The mothership, ESPN, has North Carolina at Wake Forest at 7, neither team ranked, and Kentucky hosting Arkansas at 9, neither team ranked. And I know what this is about. If you put, I'll just pick any of the four games here, NC State and Virginia on ESPN at 9 o'clock, 
instead of Kentucky and Arkansas, it's not going to do the numbers. It's not going to get the ratings that Kentucky and Arkansas will. That's what they go by. But as a college basketball fan, I'm not saying I don't want to watch Kentucky because I like to watch Kentucky. I watch Louisville, believe it or not, and I watch Indiana as often as I can. I'm not saying I don't like watching them. But as a college basketball fan, I would much rather see the newly 22nd-ranked NC State Wolfpack going against a Virginia team that's still in the top 10 and just coming off a loss at Virginia Tech. I'd rather see Rutgers and Indiana, a rematch. Rutgers beat them, held Indiana to their lowest point total of the season. Indiana coming off that big win against Purdue. Do they have any some sort of a letdown tonight? Marquette, UConn, all right, you can argue that that's not a sexy game at all, but it's still 10th-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles against the 21st-ranked Huskies. And TCU, Kansas State, that's the best conference in the country. The Big 12, which consists of 10 teams, ironically, is the best conference in the country. Six of those teams are ranked in the top 25. Six out of 10. TCU is banged up. Kansas State, by the way, is a five-point favorite tonight. You got to find the U if you want to watch that game. Wasn't Kansas State and Kansas on ESPN Plus last week, too? Oh. On Saturday, you mean? No, there was, a, there was a big game last week. Kansas was involved. Maybe Baylor. Now, well, ESPN does that a lot because they want people to buy the service. Mm-hmm. They want people to buy ESPN+. And I, you know, okay, once in a while you throw a game on and, and try to get people. You want to get people to buy the service? Put Duke on ESPN+. They wouldn't dare. Put Kentucky on ESPN+. North Carolina, they wouldn't dare. <laughs> the 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 feedback they would get for that, the flack they would get is not worth it. But they'll put Kansas and Kansas State on there. Yeah, Kansas can it was Kansas State and Kansas last week, midweek. By the way, Indiana Rutgers tonight from Assembly Hall, 6:30 early start time, Big 10 Network. You can hear all the action right here on the Big X starting at 5:30 with the pregame show, a shortened Mike Rutherford show today. He'll be on 3 to 5.30. I guess Trevor Kelsey's still with him. He hasn't uh, jumped in the car and headed to Arizona yet, has he? Not to my knowledge, no. Going to the Super Bowl. To, I hope, to see his team lose. I hope they get crushed. I hope so, too. I'm not, I, you know. <laughs> it's mean-spirited. It is but very mean-spirited. I'm with you. But I, he was intolerable. <laughs> I don't know where the banner went. The banner. It fell down. Oh, like the Eagles are going there to. There it is. No, there's a, there's a pennant up here. The banners to your right. Super Bowl 52 champions. He was un- unbearable. He was unbearable after the Eagles won the Super Bowl five years ago. He would be worse this time, I think. <laughs> Still no controversy in the uh, in football. Now, Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Eagles, did say he is still motivated. He still has a chip on his shoulder because when Andy Reid got hired at Kansas City, he was the Chiefs wide receiver coach. And, he, and Andy Reid did not retain him. But every coach brings in their own staff in the NFL and in, most of the time in college football as well. That's just part of the beast. He said he's he loved the way Andy Reid handled it and the way Andy Reid talked to him and explained to him what was going on, and he respected him for it. But there's still a little chip on his shoulder. And right now, that's the biggest controversy we got. That's why I said yesterday, this is a boring Super Bowl. It's boring. It's Jalen Hurts boring. 
Huh? It's not boring. It's not going to be boring on the field. No, no. It should be a great game. Yeah. It is a boring Super Bowl week. Boring Super Bowl week. You Which, got the two number one seeds. Yuck. Isn't that what you kind of want, the though? The Chiefs have already been there three times in the last five years now. I, give me give me the Bengals again. Give me the Bills. And then you got the Eagles. Come on. The Eagles are boring. They run the football and play defense. Jalen Hurts with his shoulder. They're probably going to run it more than usual if they can. This, this Super Bowl, to me, this is easy. I don't know who to bet. I don't know who's going to win. But if the Chiefs get up early, ball game. And if the Eagles get up early, they're just going to run clock, run the football, and hope their defense can still uh, get it done against Patrick Mahomes. Is Patrick Mahomes' ankle back to 100%? It's not going to be 100%. But it's just like a racehorse. They're just going to shoot him up. He's not going to feel anything that day. Go out there and win the Super Bowl. I think Kansas City... Now, this is Tuesday. This could change by Friday when the six-pack comes out. But I think Kansas City is the bet here. I think they're the bet. I don't think Jalen Hurts is 100% healthy, and a shoulder is much worse than an ankle in this situation. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball from anywhere. If Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball, the Chiefs are going to make him beat them through the air. Now, the Chiefs are missing uh, Sneed, one of their tough – top defensive backs. They're going to have a rookie in there. Maybe A.J. Brown or, or a Devontae Smith gets loose for a touchdown. But if I'm Kansas City, Jalen Hurts is going to have to prove it to me. You're not going to run the football, period. Miles Sanders, even Hurts, not going to run the football. Gainwell, sorry, not going to allow it to happen. And I'm sure Kansas City is of that mindset. He's hurt. His shoulder's bad. He didn't throw it well in the first playoff game. He didn't have to. They killed the Giants. He didn't have to throw it last week because they won easy. Let's make him throw the football and see what he's got. That's simple. Aren't the Eagles in the same mindset, though, with the ankle of Mahomes? Let's let's force him to try to run. I would uh, – oh, he, he's not going to run. But you better get pressure on him. You better get pressure on him because if he's allowed to stand back there and pick out receivers – I know McCole Hardman is on IR. He's out for the game. Uh, but if, if he's able to pick out Travis Kelsey all day, if he's able to pick out Juju Smith-Schuster and some of those other young receivers, Sky Moore, he will pick Philadelphia apart. Philadelphia's got a good defense. But Patrick Mahomes is a different animal. And the running game has been good for Kansas City for the most part this season. The young guy, Pacheco, is that his name? Yeah. He's good. He is good. Remember Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Well, nobody remembers him anymore. He came he's off IR. Because this Pacheco's the real deal, I think. I, yeah, they they came out and announced that Edwards Hilaire is gonna play in the game. So well, he's gonna suit up. Yeah. Uh, yeah now if, if they can't it. if Pacheco makes a couple uh, if he fumbles or he makes a couple bad runs, then you go back to the veteran. But right now Or do you go McKinnon? Yeah, McKinnon's a weapon in the pass game as well. So who scores the first touchdown, Scooter? Who'd you bet here? I didn't bet. The Travis Kelsey number is critically low. Yeah. Hard to bet I think Travis Kelsey. Minus 130 is what I saw. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I stay away from first touchdowns. Do you bet the uh, coin toss? No. They're, that is the biggest prop bet on the Super Bowl every year. Which, which way do you lean? It doesn't matter. It's it's ridiculously ridiculous because there's juice involved here. No, if, if, you, if you're getting the coin toss – 
Are you saying heads or tails? Tails because I'm a pessimist mm. by nature. Are you I, one? I hate people. I hate everything, and tails should always lose, so I'm picking tails. Are you one of those that's tails never fails? No, I never say that. Hmm. I, I pick heads every time for what it's worth. I don't know why. It's a 50-50 proposition, but you're not getting 50-50 for your money. <laughs> and still, people love to bet it. Yep. I think it's the excitement of, what, okay, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Here's my first bet of the game. Here we go. It's that excitement. Although a lot Although of people. you can bet the national anthem exactly. length as well. Yep. So, yeah, crazy. I don't do that either. Prop bets are, are great. They're <laughs> unbelievable. But anyway, I should get to basketball, right? Yep. I should get to hoops. You should. Uh, let's start with the bad game of the week, Louisville and Pitt. Louisville has beaten Pittsburgh 16 out of the last 18. I bet you didn't know that. I did until today. Yeah, 16 of 18. Didn't happen this year. I was there at the Yum Center on uh, January 18th, 75 to 54, Pitt on the road over Louisville. It's a Pitt team, by the way, that is still playing for something pretty big. They are second right now in the ACC. Second. They're the real deal here. And they're behind Clemson, so you know they're thinking we can we can get to first. And you got Louisville at home. That's not going to hurt. Pittsburgh is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. The Panthers have won three in a row, five out of six. And as I mentioned, they're tied for second in the ACC. Uh, 7 o'clock ACC Network. Um, look, Louisville fan, you're 3-20. and 20, You're 1-11 and 11 in conference. Congratulations on the win over Georgia Tech. Florida State was a game I thought you should – have a chance to win. You get down 17. You tie it late in the game. That one's hard to swallow because Florida State's, they're not very good either. Pittsburgh's good. 15 and a half? Give me the, give me the Panthers all night tonight. What's the first half spread, I wonder? Uh, it's usually about half. Probably seven and a half. Whew. I'll look into I'm it. I'm not taking out a second mortgage, but I'm tempted. Oh, by the way, you said I could get good odds on LeBron to break the scoring record on Thursday? Yeah. Not the case. Minus, really? Minus 205. What is it tonight? Uh, plus 130. I think he does it tonight. No shot. I do. No shot. I think he wants to get it over with. He, uh, you know, plus, and, and here's the other thing. What if I got tickets for tonight's game, okay? Think about this. First of all, they weren't cheap. LeBron might break the scoring record, and he's got 35 points with six minutes to go, but the Lakers are up 25 on Oklahoma City. (laughs) Do you take him out of the game? Does he say, hey, you know what? We got another game Thursday. It's two days away against Milwaukee, by the way. Um, You know what? I'm ready to sit the rest of this one out. We'll celebrate on that. I mean, that's a crazy hypothetical. You, you need a lot of things to go your way. Ooh. You can bet this, by the way. Is it a two-point field goal, a three-point field goal, or a free throw that breaks the record? You can bet who assists you can bet that. Who, his, his basket that breaks it. Can you bet whether it's a dunk, a jumper, or yeah. sky hook? I think so, yeah. By the way, Pittsburgh minus nine in the first half tonight. Yeah, I'm taking Pitt tonight all over. That, that was a... I know there aren't – when you're 3-20, and 20, I guess every loss is crushing. But that was a crushing defeat Saturday by Louisville. And I always talk about going on the road 
after I, – I, I'm so glad Indiana's at home tonight. Going on the road after a big home win, look what happened to Florida. Kentucky – I mean, I know Florida came back late in that game and cut it to five, but Kentucky had that game pretty solidly throughout. Um, Duke, by the way, right? Terrible. What happens? They win at home against Carolina. They're our travel. Two days later, you go on the road. 81-59. Duke gets beat by Miami. That's what happens. That's what happens. All right, we'll preview uh, the Indiana ga- uh, revenge game tonight against Rutgers. You don't say that very often. The revenge game against, Ru- against Rutgers. You have the last few years. Kentucky's first of two against Arkansas this season. We'll preview that game as well. And I hate to do it, but Kyrie Irving talk after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline open 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thorns text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Get your text into that into that number. 414-1450. Todd Father giving me some information tonight. Uh, next home game for the, for the uh, Lakers after night is Milwaukee on Thursday. Kareem's old team. Hello. Does uh, oh yeah? Does it matter happens. to LeBron? Does he want to do it against Kareem's former Milwaukee Buck team? I don't know that he wants to, but that would be pretty cool. StubHub tickets tonight, just to get in the building for the Laker game, uh, one hundred seventy-five dollars. That's not bad, actually. Thursday StubHub tickets, just to get into the game against Milwaukee, four twenty-five. That's bad. Now, part of that is it's Milwaukee and Oklahoma City. But the main factor is people think Thursday. I think it's tonight. I'm going to go on the, out on that big old limb and say it's tonight. You want to do a little friendly bet? No. No. I don't have any friends. How can I do a friendly bet? Producer. But I don't have – T.J. Walker will tell you I don't have any friends. You want to do a little f- co-worker bet? T.J. Walker. I'm grump. I'm grumpy. <laughs> you ever heard that guy in the morning? All right, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in Buzz Frank. Hey, Buzz, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing fine, John. And hey, believe it or not, I wanted to talk to you about the Kyrie trade. Yeah, go, go. What do you think? Who won that trade? I, let's put it that way. I think the Nets won that trade. I, Luca, to me, seems like he he plays very well when he's got the ball in his hand. Yeah, and he's not going to he's not going to with Kyrie there. Well, now wait a minute. Kyrie's not going to have it in his hand if Luca's got it, and vice versa. They're both ball dominant guys. I I, I agree, and I, I think we saw how it worked with uh, with Kyrie and uh, James Harden together. So yes, what do you think? we did. Yes, we did. Oh, the the Nets and the whole Brooklyn fan base just breathed a huge sigh of relief. They did. They got rid of the nightmare. Yeah, I mean, from from day one, and I don't want to get into a political discussion, but the way he did things last year certainly was not uh, 
team friendly, we'll put it. He played, and, and I, I just don't know. Buzzy was there four years. He played in fifty-seven percent of the games. Of the games he played in, they won fifty-seven percent of those games. I mean, it's not worth the headache. They're, they've won one. I agree. Playoff series with Kyrie Irving, one. And they got swept by the Celtics last year. The Celtics won a game. No, they lost a game at the end of the year on purpose so they could play the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs, and everybody thought they were crazy. And they knew they can't beat us. Not the way they play. I love that. Yeah, I was the same way. I didn't want to. Go ahead, Buzz. Yeah, I didn't didn't want to see the Nets in the first of the playoffs as a Celtics fan, but me they too. proved me wrong. Yeah, me too. I thought the same thing. What are you doing? Why are you? Why do you want to play the Nets? And I was wrong. So, uh, and I love the fact that the owner of the Nets, Joe Sy, would not trade him to the Lakers. Refused to trade him to the Lakers because that's what this yeah. was all about. He wanted to go to the Lakers. He wanted to get on that team with LeBron. He wanted to win another title with the Lakers. And the, and the management in Brooklyn said, no, we're not going to give you what you want. Sorry. You're going to Dallas. Good luck. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I think this is uh, that's probably the, the best-case scenario for the league. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because now, now TNT is scrambling. How many Dallas games can we get on TV? Uh, they are. That's what they're scrambling with. And you're not going to see the Nets on well, TV anymore, especially as, as long as Kevin Durant's still injured. You're not going to see the Nets on TV anymore. Sorry. Now, speaking speaking of Kevin Durant, did I see somewhere that there was talk of a trade? Oh, I'm very KD excited. KD for Jason Tatum? I'm, no, no, no. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about this? Now, the trade deadline. Straight up? The, I think the Celtics have to add a little bit more to the deal here. But the trade deadline is Thursday at 3 o'clock. And the rumor today is the Nets are shopping Kevin Durant. The Celtics are very interested to trade Jalen Brown to Brooklyn. Jalen Brown, by the way, didn't play last night. Uh, Load management, coach's decision, whatever you want to call it. He wasn't injured. Uh, But Brooklyn and the Celtics allegedly in talks to uh, make a trade, Jalen Brown, plus maybe a draft pick, maybe another player for Kevin Durant. As a Celtic fan, I would love it. Yeah, on one hand, I'd love it. I'd, I'd be concerned with chemistry they've built with this team yeah. this year. Why go messing with it? But KD is a, is a generational talent for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Buzz. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, good to talk to you, John. See you, bud. Now that's how you win Caller of the Year. You call with a relevant topic, something that the host wants to talk about. Whether it's movies or or Kevin Durant or the Celtics. You want to talk about Celtics, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. That's really how you win caller of the year, just talk Celtics. How high can the Dallas Mavericks finish? They won last night on the road without Luka and without Kyrie. Uh, they won at Utah. They're 29-26 and 26 now. I think that's good for fourth in the West. But the West is crazy. Fifth. Fifth. Four through 13 is basically tied, right? I mean, the margin of error is minuscule. Mm-hmm. How high can Dallas – now let's assume they're going to get Luka back in, within the next week and a half. 
and you get a Kyrie Irving who wants to play, wants to be there, wants to prove that, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm still pretty darn good and I can lead a team to the playoffs. They lost Spencer Dinwiddie in the trade. They lost Dorian Finney-Smith. I think the Nets won the trade, by the way, because if they don't win, even if they do win, Kyrie's not going to be there next year. Yeah. He's going to go to the highest bidder. They, they got rid of Kyrie, which is why they won the trade. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I and I hate I kind of hate that Buzz called and and took my shine away cuz a lot of the things that he said were exactly what I was going to say. I mean, Kyrie is not a winner. I think I think Dallas screwed themselves up. All right, are you ready for a trivia question? I'm ready. LeBron James is the youngest player in the NBA history to have back-to-back 44-point plus games. Right? Mm-hmm. Who's the second youngest? And I'll give you a clue. It happened last night. Hmm. I wish I knew the Giannis. He had 44 points on Saturday, 47 last night. Former LSU Tiger Cam Thomas of the Brooklyn Nets. What? Now, maybe head coach Jacques Vaughn told the ownership Cam Thomas. Pretty dang on good. We we don't need Kyrie around here. He's a he's a nightmare, and this guy's ready to play. At forty seven last night, Brooklyn lost to uh, somebody, but he had forty seven last night. He's a six three guard. I remember him at LSU scoring scoring. You know he was a scorer. He's not gonna he's not gonna lock down defensively, and he's you know. He's going to shoot threes. He's going to shoot jumpers, mid-range jumpers, and he's going to drive to the basket. I watched a lot of that game. That game was on uh, NBA television last night. Uh, And he was unbelievable. He was unreal. They still lost to uh, the the Clippers, 124 to 116. But Cam Thomas, 47 points. So... ESPN has a story up about an NBA trade tracker. Yeah. And then the picture is Kyrie going up for a layup and Luca standing right behind him. All right. Luca's, <laughs> you know, he's ball dominant. Yeah. Probably more so than Kyrie. Yeah. Now, on that team, he, he almost had to be. Um, but Mark Cuban and the ownership have wanted to get Luca a second banana. The question is will Kyrie play second banana? That's the question. Um, look, things were going great in Brooklyn, by the way. Things are going great in Dallas. In Brooklyn, they were winning. Everybody was happy. Why did? Why all of a sudden are you upsetting the, the apple cart? You're going to get Kevin Durant back. You're in the playoffs. You're definitely in the playoff mix. I think they had an eight-game winning streak uh, before, right before and during Durant's injury. And it's just out of nowhere. Hey, I want to be traded. I think it just comes down to Kyrie being I, – I want to say crybaby, but that's not the right word. It, he's just a diva. Where is he next year? Exactly. Who's going to want him? Somebody's going to want him. All right? He is a generational talent. He is one of the – his his points per possession in uh, isolation is the best in the league. So when he's ISO one-on-one with somebody – I mean, you can almost book it. He's going to score. If there's no help coming, he's going to score. Uh, he's, he is number one in the league. I, I've read that today, and, you know, if you read on the Internet, it's true. I mean, that's nice and all, but the dude's not a winner. He hasn't won anywhere he's gone. He's won one title with LeBron in that's Cleveland. That's right, okay. In Cleveland. 
So let me let me hop on your back, LeBron. Take me to a title. Uh, and LeBron quickly said, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, we would have loved to have had him, but uh, we're just we're, we're moving on our way." Here's what the Lakers are trying to do. Lakers are trying to get rid of Russell Westbrook. All right, follow me here. Off season, the Jazz get rid of Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. It appears they're tanking. It appears that they want Joe, uh, Victor Wambayama, who's going to allegedly be the number one pick in the draft. Everybody wants him. He's seven feet tall. He's He's got a great handle, shoots the three. Defensive stopper underneath the basket. Unbelievable player. But Utah's in the playoff picture now. They're winning with Laurie Markinen and Mike Conley and guys like that. So all of a sudden, here we are at the trade deadline. And the other rumor, other than the Kevin Durant for Jalen Brown rumor, is that the Jazz are going to take Russell Westbrook away from the Lakers for Malik Beasley and Mike Conley. Great trade for the Lakers if they pull it off here. Mm-hmm. Because they're right now they're outside of even the play-in picture. But you get a Mike Conley who can run the offense. You get Malik Beasley. That's another score, another uh, score from the outside. If Anthony Davis stays healthy, LeBron's still LeBron. All of a sudden, look, you're just trying to get into the playoffs. Well, and you drop the drama that is Russell Westbrook. And you Westbrook. lose Russell Westbrook. Uh, the uh, Jazz diving on swords here, right? We're getting mm-hmm. rid of here Cleveland, here's Donovan Mitchell. Here Minnesota, here's Rudy. They didn't know Laurie Markinen was going to be an all-star, was going to be great. They didn't know Mike Conley was going to be really good. They didn't know Malik Beasley was going to be a scorer. Now they're going to get rid of those guys and bring in Russell Westbrook. Can you imagine Russ in Utah? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I haven't even. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Buzz called because <laughs> we were going to talk college basketball, but we spent the whole segment talking Kyrie and uh, and LeBron. Oh, we were going to talk it anyways. Phoenix and uh, Brooklyn tonight on TNT. If you'd love to like to watch the Nets without Kate, KD and Kyrie, here's your chance. Devin Booker expected to get back on the court tonight and play for Phoenix. That's 7.30 on TNT. Phoenix, five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Throw the house at Phoenix. Okay, let me write that down so I can give you grief tomorrow. (laughs) And 10 o'clock, of course, OKC. Oklahoma City scored 153 two games ago. And then they gave up, I think, 140 last time out. No, 141 last night. Golden State beat them 141 to 114. Take the over. There's a lot of points when Oklahoma City's on the court. That's why I think LeBron breaks the record tonight. Oklahoma City and the Lakers, 10 o'clock. Lakers are minus seven in that game, by the way. Like the Lakers there? Mm, no. No, I don't. Last night, Boston beat Detroit 111 to 99. Uh, Jason Tatum, 34 points for the Celtics last night. Cleveland over Washington, 114 91. Jared Allen and uh, Darius Garland, 23 apiece. Cleveland. This is a stat I, I just – I wish I'd have quizzed you on this. There's no way you would have gotten it. <laughs> like they have won, you give me. If I said to you who's won more games by double digits in the NBA this year than anybody, Cleveland. Hmm. When they win, they win big. They've got a good team. More double-digit wins than any team in the league this year. That includes the Celtics. That includes Denver. Whoever you want to say with the, the best records, Cleveland has more – 10 or more point wins. 
it's it's weird saying that Cleveland's a good team without Jared LeBron. Allen in the but, middle is incredible. Yeah, I mean, Donovan you got Mobley. Mobley's great. Darius Garland. They got some talent, man. I mean, they're in fourth place in the East. That's wild. And they're young. Yeah, very young. young. Clippers one twenty four, Brooklyn one sixteen. Paul George twenty nine for the Clippers. Of course, I mentioned Cam Thomas had forty seven for Brooklyn last night. Chicago beat San Antonio 128-104. Nikola Vucevic, 22-12 for the Bulls. Sacramento over Houston. Here's another uh, team that you want to bet the over. Sacramento 140, Houston 120 last night. They came back. Keegan Murray, Sacramento? Yeah, they were down huge. Against Houston? Yeah, and they were. Double check that. I'll have to look at the scores, yeah. Uh, Keegan Murray had 30 last night, the former Iowa Hawkeye. He was 8 of 12 from three-point land for uh, Sacramento last night. Dallas, I mentioned, beat Utah 124-111 without Luka. Golden State, 141, Oklahoma City, 114. Steph Curry, it was reported, now has partial, a partially torn knee ligament. Now, they didn't say if it was the ACL, the MCL, partially torn knee ligament. Uh, just evaluated and day-to-day. Clay Thompson had 42 last night without shooting a free throw. How about that? He had 12 threes, though. And finally, Milwaukee beat Portland late game last night, 127-108. Giannis had 24 points, 13 rebounds. That is, by the way, eight straight wins for the Bucks. Don't sleep on the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll take a break. You have that number? Yeah, not sure what I was looking at. Yeah, it, was, it was wire to wire. Yeah. I didn't want to call you out on the air, so you can call yourself out. That's fine. Yeah, I'll call myself out. We'll take a break, come back, preview Kentucky, Arkansas, preview Indiana and Rutgers, and all the college basketball from last night and tonight. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Apple. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. I forgot I was supposed to talk there. That's, that's your job. Wow. <laughs> Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. Last chance to get on, on the Eminem Cartage hotline, 502-384-1450. Also, last chance to get your text into the show at 502-414-1450. That is the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Texture says, Scooter, will this be the game TJD summits the unconquerable mountain known as Rutgers? Yes. Indiana is a four-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at home. They lost at Rutgers on December 3rd, 63-48, lowest point output of the year for the Hoosiers. I'd feel a lot better about this game. And uh, it's time to get, it's time to get uh, Scooter fired up here. Let's get him fired up. I'd feel a lot better about this game if the court hadn't been stormed on uh, Saturday. What oh are they boy. doing? Do you like that or not? I, I mean, I am. I, am I understand it's nauseum. the number one team in the country. I get it. I understand you haven't been the number one team in nine in ten years. I get it. You're Indiana. I, I'm just. I'm so tired of the. And I'm not calling you that, even though you are a grumpy old man. Get off my lawn, but you like it. It's like then. I'm, I'm just so tired of hearing about it. Who cares what these kids do? You know, somebody cares because people talk about it. I, I, I personally, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and may have been a mistake on my part, but I said on Kentucky Roll Call that 
Blue blood shouldn't rush the floor, but Indiana's not a blue blood. I agree anymore. with that. I, I agree mean, with, we haven't I won agree anything with the in thirty-five part of that. years. I don't think anybody should rush the floor. If you beat the number think, one team in the country, I don't think um, Georgetown. Well, Georgetown's won a title. I don't think DePaul should rush the floor if they beat Duke. At their, at if Duke's number one, I'm fine with it. I don't get it. Just let I them have fun. It. I understand. Stop being so it's your number one rivalry. They're number one in the country for really. One of the few times ever, and you beat them. Jump up and down because guess what? That game, you, you improved your seed line probably by two by winning that game. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it and and have a good time. But now you got to get ready for Rutgers. I'm telling you, it's a recipe for disaster it in is. your next game. It, it is. always is. If this game was at Rutgers, first of all, Rutgers would be the four and a half point favorite, not Indiana. Um, I don't know. It's Text- going to be a close game. Texter says, you want some uh, crazy good odds? Try and pick the final score for the Super Bowl. A $1 bet on just about any final score pays at least $100 on FanDuel. Um, those are huge odds right now as compared to all the other bets you can make. I mean. It's tough to hit, though. It's almost impossible to hit. A, a missed extra point, a field goal that hits the upright. 27-23. A, a safety comes in all of a sudden. There's your score, Texter. 27-23. Just don't know which way. <sighs> Texter says, why hasn't Louisville retired Wes Unseld's number? He is a Hall of Famer. Why can't Scotty Davenport recruit any African-American basketball players for Bellarmine? Wow. I didn't know we were going to go politics here in the <laughs> final segment. Great text. I'm out. See ya. Uh, all of a sudden I have to use the restroom. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Bellarmine had an African-American player on the roster, and he quit uh, a few weeks ago. Now, they don't have any now. I will say that. They have coaches, managers, but they don't have any players. So <sighs> I don't think it's a conscious effort by Scotty here. <laughs> you want the best players, right? You want the best players, and uh, – I know Dylan Penn was great at Bellarmine last year. So there you go. All right, Arkansas and Kentucky. We'll do this one quickly. Kentucky is a five-and-a-half point favorite. Once again, home games, for for some reason, this team is better away from home. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, the, the Kansas crowd was unbelievable, and they could not get it done there. They lose to South Carolina at home. LSU, who's awful, plays them close. Florida, who's obviously not nearly as talented as Kentucky, had a chance to come in there and win that game at the end. Had a chance to steal it. Five straight conference wins, however, for the Cats. That's something to be, uh, to um, you know, hang on to. But here's the thing. Both teams are on the famous Joe Lenardi bubble. By the way, are you already tired of the bunker? I got a text from Tony last night. The bunker? Joe Lenardi in the bunker. You know he's in the uh, the bracket bunker. Wait, just he's twenty four seven now, trying to figure out who's going to be in, who's going to be last four in, last first four out. It it they've done it for the last several years on ESPN. They'll bring him in during a game and act like he's in this bunker. Mm, okay, yeah, um, I got what I'm, you. Mean. I'm tired. You, you know the one thing I am tired of here hey. in here in Kentucky being hey. on the bubble. Like there is no reason this team should be on. This the bubble. This is a bubble team. I I disagree. I just go back to they've got one quality win. Yeah. One quality win and a horrible loss. And that puts you on the bubble. 
if you'd beaten either UCLA or Michigan State or Kansas or Gonzaga, just one of those, just one, then you wouldn't be on the bubble. But they, So out of their last eight games, we talked about it this morning, six of them are potential quad one wins. And that's huge. So Kentucky's got to win them. Potential. What's potential mean? Meaning they are Means, right now, but they but can, they're not they can be. flex if yeah. teams fall apart. They're not going to be. And I don't know what those games are. Help me out. Uh, you got two against Arkansas, one more against oh, Florida. Oh, the last six. I thought you yeah. meant the last six they played. No, no the no, last no, no. six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a couple against Arkansas. You got Tennessee again, yeah. obviously. Um, Florida again. You don't play Alabama again. Florida's a road game. I think not, you got Auburn. Quad one, I think you got Auburn in there as well. Auburn is in there. No, Florida would be considered quad one on the road. <laughs> Texter wanted me to let you know that uh, 27-23 – Chiefs pays $170 if the Eagles win by that number 160 on a $1 bet. Come on. That'll do. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Every game for Kentucky is not must win, but it is important. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, But this one is just as important for Arkansas. Keep this in mind. They've got the same record. Arkansas had a terrible pre-conference schedule. Kentucky's was at least solid. I mean, tough teams at neutral sites. Kentucky's seven and three in conference. Arkansas's five and five. So this may be more important tonight for Arkansas. Oh yeah. Uh, I will go back to what I said earlier in the year. Kentucky does not play with the togetherness at home that they do on the road. I'm gonna. I would take the points here tonight. I would take the five and a half. Uh, Rutgers, Indiana, to me, game of the night. You got a you got a revenge factor here. You got a Rutgers team that. Nobody saw being second in the league, but here we are. They are eight and four in the Big Ten. Of course, nobody's going to catch Purdue. Purdue's going to win the regular season Big Ten title. Indiana seven and five. They can tie for second in the league if they win this game tonight, which is huge. Which is huge. When you get to the seeding for the conference tournament, it is enormous. Six thirty, Big Ten Network. Indiana four and a half point favorite. Can they rebound from the Purdue win? And that's that's what I'm worried about. Because you go to class, and everybody's telling you how great you are. And Jalen hood Shafino, while he is great, he is young. And the chirping in the air, man, you guys are great. Oh, y'all probably going to win the Big Ten now. You're going to win the Big Ten tournament. You're hearing all of this stuff, and you're taking it in. And when you're 17 years old or 18 years old, you believe the, the garbage. I, I would think that would mindset. And he's got to play well. I think that mindset would more so apply to a guy like Malik Renew. I don't, I don't think Jalen hood Shavino. I mean, that dude's just locked in. But here are the two facts. You lost to this team, right? Yeah. And you're at home. Those two factors, to me, makes me lean Indiana tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana wins, doesn't cover. TJD has a massive night. TJD always has a massive night. That's the worst prediction ever. <laughs> Texter, he, Texter called me out. You is, said last time he was at Rutgers, he, he didn't have a He good is game. a walking 25 and 12. 25 and 12. By the way, did Zach Eady clinch player of the year Saturday? I mean, yeah, I would. 33, yeah. not in the Big Ten, I mean in the nation. Yeah. 33 and 18. Dude's a monster. He's unbelievable. There's, I don't know. Oscar Shibway was National Player of the Year last year. He's not going to play in the NBA, in my opinion. 
And if he does, it won't be much. Is Zach Eady an NBA player? A size alone, yeah. Back you to the think. basket. Yeah. You don't see those guys anymore. Back no. to the basket. But you also don't see many seven foot four I, guys anymore. But I've never seen him dribble a basketball. Is that fair? Mm, no. He dribbles. Maybe when he got a rebound and had to put one down so he didn't travel and then hand it to a he, guard. He does he dribbles a little bit on those like spin moves. Mm. Maybe not. What year is he? I think he's a senior. Okay. If you're if you're anybody else in the country, you hope he's a senior without a COVID year. Maybe he he'll come back for a COVID year. Um all right, last night Kansas beat Texas. He's eight. a junior. There you go. Cool. 88-80, to 80, Kansas over Texas. The Jayhawks rebounded at home uh, after being embarrassed over the weekend. Texas moved up to number five. They were number one in the Big 12. They were leading the rankings in the Big 12 until last night. I don't know. They might still be tied for first. I would guess they're at least tied for first. But Kansas, that game was a good game last night. Back and forth. A lot of points up on the board. Tech, Kansas had an early lead. Texas came back to the lead. That game was good all the way. And then uh, the game Scooter loved last night, Miami 19th ranked Hurricanes beat Duke 81-59. I did text Tony Burke in the middle of the game, said, Duke, you hate to see it happen, (laughs) with a few laugh emojis. John Shire, look, Duke's 17-7. They're going to get in the tournament because the ACC is going to get some teams in the tournament. Duke's not good. No. Carolina's not good. But Duke, away from Cameron, oh, my gosh, they are really not good. Um, NC State at Virginia tonight. Virginia's seven-and-a-half-point favorite there. Again, all these teams are ranked now. Four games, every team is ranked. Marquette at UConn. UConn at home is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. TCU at Kansas State. Kansas State's a five-point favorite. And, of course, Indiana, four-and-a-half. Pitt, 15-and-a-half over Louisville. And Kentucky, five-and-a-half over Arkansas. Texas says Zach Eady could have a Steven Adams-type career. Steven Adams a beast. Yeah, he is. He uh, For the Memphis Grizzlies, he is a man. I, I love listening to him do interviews, too. He is one of the nicest guys, yeah. apparently. I've never met him because I'm scared to death. <laughs> when uh, Shannon Sharp was yelling at Dylan Brooks at the Laker game, Steven Adams came over. And look, I know Shannon Sharp is put together. He is jacked. And he is an NFL tight end. And you don't want to mess with Shannon Sharp. I don't know if Shannon Sharp wants to mess with Steven Adams because he's a mountain. I mean, they both work out, but Steven Adams is the bigger dude. And he's Australian, mate. Right. And he just crikey, he'll knock you out. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was awful. By the way, if you're looking for some high school basketball tonight, self promotion coming. Come on. Evangel Christian and Bardstown from Evangel tonight on our sister station, WFIA 94.7. I will be on the call. Voice of Evangel. The Voice of Evangel, the Evangel Eagles, and the Bardstown Tigers, 7 o'clock tonight, WFIA 94.7, FM 650 will be the pregame show. The Eagles are 21-4, and four, Scooter. Yeah, they're good. One of the favorites in the sixth region. Bardstown comes in at 9-12 and 12 on the year. James Boo Brewer, former Louisville Cardinal, is the head coach of the Bardstown Tigers, and they'll be taking on Larry Miller's team tonight. And I am looking forward to doing this game tonight. And I will be in home in time to watch 
Kentucky. There you go. Thanks for listening. Tony Burke joins me in studio tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. The way I heard.